Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion, hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes yay and if you haven't already please leave us a rate and review on itunes we really appreciate that it actually helps us get out to more bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching yes and please subscribe to us hey guys we are back and we are back with my mom eileen lunzer filling in for chow while chow takes a much needed break from a podcast he never wanted to do in the first place but he got roped into because he's married oh thank you chell for <laughs> letting me sit in on your spot tonight so welcome back nana thank you thank you this is the second episode we recorded tonight you just got done we ate some delicious dinner that chell made for us he made us fabulous uh this turkey loaf thing and then also homemade mac and cheese and then we bought a pumpkin pie from trader joe's which producer tilly you had some next to you where you're sitting and she's currently looking she wants this she wants a little whipped cream from it hello producer tilly <laughs> so producer tilly, my mom didn't know uh tilly was the producer of this podcast because like i said she doesn't listen only when she's on the episodes <laughs> i'm really sorry but you know sometimes as an oldest child it is about me it's all about nana so nana's back to give us her awesome commentary on the housewives and what i love when you're here is people sending me messages and they say i don't agree with anything your mom says but i love her that's so nice but i'm sure there's tons of people that do agree with you but i think it's so funny that even when people don't agree with you they still like you isn't that odd that's odd that's odd that is odd. Mm -hmm. But we love it. So we just got done watching episode 16 of season 13, The Real Housewives of Orange County. And this episode was called Twin Tweaks. And do you know why it was called that? Yes. Why? I'm thinking that because they were tweaking. Vicky was. Okay. You had me go on for a second because you paused. Like they were tweaking like meth or something. But no, they were tweaking. Right. Their butts. Is that the only... Their butts? No, that's twerking, Mom. Oh, oh. see? God. <laughs> see what happens? Okay. Let's say oh. I'm going to be 64 in eight days. Let's just say I am. Yeah, because you are. Because I am. Mm -hmm. Is it eight days? What's the date today? Okay, nine days, eight days, something November like that. November 20th is her birthday. If you guys want to send Eileen uh, some love on our social media. Oh, Otherwise... November 20th. I'll be 64. It's yeah. fabulous. I always do so much better on the even years. I'm looking forward to it. So that's not tweaking. That's twerking. <laughs> Which is funny because Vicky actually, I think, said in this episode or the last that she was tweaking when she was telling Steve. So it's this episode that she was tweaking. So you and Vicky have a lot in common. It is twerking. Twerking. Now, tweaking. Do you know why they would say twin tweaks? Okay. <clears throat> I just hang, hang tight with me. Twin, twin tweaks. So that would be two. Two tweaks. Two tweaks. And what happened in this episode is we had some people go under the knife. Oh, for heaven's sakes. I know this. You're tweaking. You're getting a... Oh, we had Shannon. Yep. She's getting some work done. Yes. She's getting her eyelids done. Yes. Then we have Vicky, who just said she's getting a few tweaks. And her whole head they took off and put back on. I know. Go figure. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and so, then they put her face on Tamara's because she seems Tamara seems to be a little two faced. Oh, <laughs> Nana's starting hot. She's just all fire. Ooh, all right, Nana. I can't wait to see what you think about this episode. Okay, so twin tweaks, you guys. Uh, we start the episode, and Steve talks to Vicky about Jamaica, and right away you were yelling at the screen. I was yelling at the screen for good reason. Vicky is lying to him. Don't lie to him. Just say it like it is. It's going to be shown on TV, Vicky. 
Yeah. He's going to see, I didn't drink. I hardly drank at all. I hardly drank at all, Steve, because I'm going under the knife. And it's like, stop it. You did drink. You did you party. Did. And she blames Tamara. And he goes, oh, Tamara Judge. Like she's, don't blame said Tamara. Dr. Judge. Oh, yeah, Dr. Doctor. Judge. That's what he said. You know, and, and don't give him the opportunity to catch in a lie. Don't do it. Well, I thought it was funny, too, that we found um, Steve uh, vacuuming. Right when we start the episode, oh, he's yeah. vacuuming their outdoor furniture. Steve, he's definitely retired. I mean, and I thought it was pretty impressive that he knew where the vacuum was, but that goes to show he's been a single man in his life because dad, he's never been a single man. He does not know where the vacuum is at your house. No, no. In fact, I asked him, I said, did you want me to leave the vacuum out of that secret closet I keep it in? <laughs> and he said, no, thank you. He was not. So you're going to be gone a week. And he's like, I'm not vacuuming. Oh gosh, it. no. No, I vacuumed everything before I left. Mm-hmm. And it's just as well. Uh, so Vicky's lying to Steve. So we don't like that. But that's what she does. Because just, she wants to impress him. She wants to be pretty for him. And it's like, oh, when Vicky. she said that, that was just hurtful. She's coming off too thirsty. I know. She's so Stop parched. It. She needs like three Gatorade. She needs to chug them real quick. And realize, like, no, it's either he loves you or he doesn't love you. Now, no amount of surgeries, no amount of no. lying is going to get him to love you more. Now, what was it? Okay, this bothered me a little. Mm-hmm. Vicky said to Steve, I should tell the doctor about blah, blah, blah. Okay, so we'll get to that because okay. that is actually... I'm sorry. that We start talking about Vicky. I'm just no, I'm running with it. No, okay. that, that's a good point because she does... Uh, there is something she needed to tell a doctor and she didn't. So then Vicky talks to uh, him about plastic surgery and the thing that it was that you're talking about, and by later I meant a second later because clearly I'm going to bring it up right now because it's in my notes. I thought it was later on, but you were right, Nana. That's okay. We try to remember things mm-hmm. in our head without having to take notes yeah um it was a joke i'm so glad you take notes oh, i'm so glad you Nana. do because you know my memory just isn't as well i said this episode spot i said on. i'm not taking notes because chell always takes the notes and i love it because i hate taking notes i like just enjoying the episode you know yeah so this episode i said and you're like yeah i don't take notes and what did i do like a minute in I took notes because I, I like was worried that. because I care about our listeners. I don't want to be all willy nilly all over the place, but that's how my brain works. See, and I like that. Mm-hmm. I like all willy nilly, but I feel like we I can set follow a, that. We set a precedent with Chell being organized and oh, guiding yes. us through. Damn, I Chell! Know. You know he's got to be really so Chell. Thanks organized. A lot. Okay, so Vicky had what's called—I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly—but cholestoma, cholestoma. It's basically a middle inner ear tumor she's had since she was little and she's had a bunch of surgeries since she's been a kid so steve's like hey you need to tell the surgeon because yeah if you're going to get all this this big facelift and all these tweaks or whatever on your face they need to know about all your previous surgeries every surgery i've ever had i had to tell them about my appendectomy i had in fifth grade they need to know they need to know they always ask what were prior surgeries Mm mm-hmm she needed to tell him this. She said to Steve, I will tell him. I will tell him. Mm-hmm. But she didn't. And why? You had a theory why she didn't tell him. I did have a theory, you did. didn't I? You said it's because you were afraid, or she was afraid, that the doctors would tell her no. And she wanted this, this she face wanted this, lift so she bad. She wanted this really bad. She didn't want anything getting in its way. Mm-mm. And then I love how they did the montage of all the surgeries Vicky's had through the years and how much oh her face gosh. has changed. What do you think about that? It really did change quite a bit. I think she. I think Vicky's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she did need the chin business. Yeah. You could see it. Well, it, she like had like no chin. The doctor chin. was saying, "Oh yeah, because did she get a chin implant? Yes, and didn't she have cheeks done?" And- Maybe, yeah. I mean, she just, she got a lot. I do like that Vicky's normally honest about it. I still think she got the butt job and didn't say anything. But I honestly, if that's what you want to do, go do it, girl. And like the doctor was saying, that gravity, I can see it in myself. And I'm younger than Vicky. And it's like pulling. Like you're already, stuff's pulling down. I don't know if I'm ready to do any kind of uh, like oh Botox. My gosh, no. well, I live in LA and everyone does Botox and stuff, but I'm no, scared. No, people are going to, that's going to blow up on people. Like their face is literally going to blow up? Well, no, trust me. I mean, <laughs> it's just going to, it's just, 
they're going to find something that just isn't right with that because it's too darn easy. What? Botulism in the face? Something could be wrong with that? What? Wait a minute. Let's think. (laughs) No, but I mean, uh, the... You know, the want is there somewhat. I mean, I see people and there's people that get, I mean, Tamara got a really good, I think she got a good uh, facelift oh, coming Tamara into the season. Gorgeous. No but yeah, question. she's naturally really gorgeous. I think Vicky has gotten good work done. She's seen good surgeons. Um, I just wish we'd see a Vicky who, get as many surgeries as you want, but I wish we'd see a Vicky who is happy with herself inside. As cheesy as that sounds, I do. Because damn, Vicky, you run a bomb business. You got that money on your own. You're more than willing to brag about that. You're a strong woman. Like how she always says, I don't need a man for money or whatever. I just want a man to love and stuff. But don't think you're ugly. But I think that goes a lot to remember um, Slade and them and they would call her Miss. I still can't believe that he was able to go do a comedy show at a club I perform at now and get away with that bullshit. No, I can't, I couldn't believe that either. People went to see that? I mean, he, he you don't just wake up one morning and go, "Gee, I think I'm going to be a comedian." Well, and to go and just compare her to Miss Piggy to that fat was, shame her and ugly and call her ugly and come that on. That was nothing. I mean, he was just a nothing. Ugh. Gosh, and I don't should, miss yeah. that guy. Okay, so uh, she says she's going to tell the the surgeon. That's what she tells Steve. Then we go to Eddie and Tamara, and they talk about the whole Shannon thing and making up. Eddie is no fan of Shannon. No. He has no time for her because Eddie wants to be friends with David Bedore. Which I don't understand. No. Which neither. I don't understand. Um, but I can see not being close with Shannon either. Oh, Eddie. You know, no. I can see Eddie, you know, not wanting to be any part of that but to be a friend of david's ooh, gross and then tamra says that when she takes calls from shanley at night she has to uh whisper and hide it because eddie's like enough is enough and that goes back to tamra telling eddie stuff and saying oh she won't leave me alone or oh she won't do this but she doesn't listen to my problems instead of telling shannon that oh yes you know yes. so i think but don't we confide in we do. I mean, we do, but I also confide in your husband about, you know, people that maybe have treated you badly during the day or, sure. yeah. But I also admit that, okay, I might be saying this out of jealousy or I might be saying this, or this, or I might be saying this unfairly because I haven't told them or I might be building a case. I always say, cause I'm really good. I've had a therapist before tell me you're, you're building the case. You're good at building the case against people. Okay. And so I feel like that's something that Tamara's doing. And yeah, she might be venting to her husband, but you have to be careful because you're also making your husband very much dislike one of your best friends. Oh, sure. Sure. Which isn't good. Right. After hearing all this, you know, stuff about her, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to take your wife's, hopefully take your wife's. um, Not always. (laughs) Well, not always. Side, but I don't know. Uh, so they talk about that, and they have a little lunch, and Emily, then we go to Emily and Shane, and they're going to therapy, and they're talking about something very difficult, which is losing their twins, that she had to deliver, and then... At four months. Which is horrible, and then also what they're going to do with the embryos that they just cannot get on the same page about. Well, I know, and the idea that she never... the When this happened to her, and she lost her twins... Um, they gave her a box, the hospital did, and she never looked inside it. So the therapist said that she should find closure with that. Mm-hmm. She didn't like that terminology, closure. She said closure's bullshit. There's no such thing. Do you think there's a such thing? Oh, I guess it depends on what you're talking about. But when he's saying try to find closure with losing Two babies? I don't know if you could. I'm not sure you can. That's got to be just... I, I, I can't. It'd be hard to find peace yeah, with that. That's so hard. One thing I do agree, and I've said this in the past, and I'll see if you think the same, and if you don't, awesome. Uh, but I, the one thing I do agree with Shane with is that I think it's time to just stop with the kids. And I think they have three beautiful kids, oh and that's gosh, great. Oh, my gosh, yes. You know? But you she, should both try to be on board with it, mm-hmm. both of you. I mean, what is this? I guess I just don't have it. What is that longing to have another child when you've had 
you know, she's got three. She wants to have another daughter for her daughter because she had a sister who she loves very much and she wants her to get the sister. But technically, the little girl does have sisters from his previous marriage, but they're a lot older. It's fine. They have. But she doesn't realize if they're actually close, as they get older, that age gap gets smaller and smaller. Yes. As far as sisters go, because your sister is one of your your best friends and she's... Six years. Well, that's not that much, actually. But maybe that's... Well, it the, is, though it certainly was when we were growing up. When you're up. young, but yeah. when you're older, it's not a big age gap at all. No. But the thing I notice about Shane, and do you think this too, he's just so cold. He doesn't show a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. That's very true. In this episode, you do see him kind of hug her and... Maybe caress her shoulders. Is that when she was looking in the box? When, in fact, she looked in the box and wanted to kind of go through the different things that were sent home with them. See, I thought it was awkward, though. Like, that's a time when, I mean, I I guess not everyone's an embracer, but embrace your wife. Like, if you can't embrace your wife, who can? I mean, you just, she needs you. Oh, now there's a question. She needs you. And I understand not everyone's super, but that's your wife. And, and you're talking about children. Yes. And she opened up this box and it was heartbreaking to see their little footprints and yes. handprints and how tiny. And then to find that letter from her grandma. Emily is crying out. She wants that affection. She always makes excuses for Shane. Well, Shane's sarcastic and not everyone gets Shane's sense of humor and Shane's like this and Shane thinks logically. It's like, no, Shane, you need to get a little bit of sensitivity training when it comes to your wife because you have a wife who is emotional which is totally normal. She's she's a normal amount of a more uh, not normal. I should say a healthy amount of emotional. She shows her emotions, which is a very healthy thing. Absolutely for a person. And so you need to be there to comfort her. I think he. I just he falls short with that. He really does. He has this weird wall up, and I don't know what it is. And that's the whole reason why he's sarcastic or snarkastic or whatever. I mean, what do you think about Shane? I've went on and on we, in episodes. Well, no, so. that's okay. We talked about him before um on episode a couple oh gosh last time i was Mm -hmm. doing the podcast and i had mentioned that i thought possibly he would and you said don't even say it oh you're really one of the gay yeah uh, you you think he's gay Mm -hmm. well you know i just don't and he could be bi I don't think he's anything like that. I just, because I think we get too many housewife um, people saying, oh, they're, they're, everyone's husband's gay. Remember when they said Eddie was gay? Yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah, we did talk time. a little bit about it, but I think just to bring it back, just it's just, he is cold. What There's happened no question. to him? What happened to him? I mean, I think she knew exactly what she was getting when she married him. When she got the uh, engagement over Google chat. <laughs> was it that? <laughs> it was. Oh, ouch. They were co-workers. Mm-hmm. Was he married at the time when they were seeing no, each other? Not the, no, I don't think so. We don't want to start that rumor. No, I'm just asking. I'm asking. I don't think I'm, so. Okay. Mm-mm. No, I think he had been out of his relationship and they were good friends, she said. And it was always, it's always, it made sense. That's what it seemed like. It made sense. So that's interesting. Okay. She was probably looking to have a family. Yep. And she did say she waited because of her previous experience, you know, growing up with her mom and stuff. She wanted okay. to be the best parent she could. Plus, she's a successful woman. And, you know, obviously, if you go to law school and stuff, all that takes time. And she waited until that and then started having a family. But she's, you know, she suffered a huge loss in losing her twins. And oh my in that gosh, moment, yes. I didn't want to see him pat her on her shoulder. No, but that's the most he's ever really shown her. So I was happy he was showing her anything. Ugh. Um, I, just, I couldn't live like that. That's just me. I couldn't live with someone who just is not affectionate, especially when I'm at my weakest. Well, before the end of not maybe this season, but the next season, I don't think we'll see him around too much. Oh, you're predicting divorce. I think you predicted that previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't. I mean, I just don't. I think she's somebody that truly needs somebody to be affectionate with, and he doesn't seem to be that person. If he could be someone who was more open, because even in therapy, seems very closed. shut off, closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if he could open up, his life would be better, too. 
Well, I think you don't know that until you go through it. Yeah, that's true. Good point, Nana. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so then Tamara is playing the 18th birthday party for her son, Spencer, which is her son with her ex. And Tamara says, uh, also brings up while she's talking to Eddie and Ryan about this party. She also brings up to Eddie that she's been drinking a lot. And at, I don't know if you noticed that. She said it very quickly. And then Eddie said, yeah, you came home really drunk the other night. I thought I'd get some. Well, why are you drinking a lot? Because we all called Shannon out for having some right. couple nips and then going to bed. And now, but all, all these women drink a lot, except for Emily. We have, she, uh, Shannon actually ripped on her probably like three or so episodes ago <laughs> for saying, you have one drink. And she goes, yeah. That's all I want, you know, like you're boring. Right. For that. But what do you think that was? What do you think with Tamara just saying, yeah, I've been drinking a lot lately? Is it because she's planning this birthday party? Her son doesn't drink. Yeah, we find out that her son is straight, straight edge. Straight. Well, they call it straight edge. There's a name for it because a lot of people would be like, oh, I'm punk, but I'm straight edge, which means you don't use alcohol or drugs like you're clean. I wonder why they call it straight edge, like a blade. Yeah, because you're straight. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone says they're straight, it's like right. they're good. They're straight edge. I don't know because it's like maybe you're still edgy. But then he didn't like that term either because he was like, it's not like I conformed to any group. He's totally that kid. I oh, liked okay. him though. I thought you know he seemed to he really did seem to have a good head on his shoulders. Oh my gosh, yes. And it seems like he wants to not repeat the mistakes of maybe his parents or things he's or seen. grandparents or grandparents because grandma was there. Grandma's like, you want some tequila? And he's yeah, like, want some tequila? If this is what my grandma's saying to me. If I had a kid who didn't drink or do drugs, I'd be like, hallelujah. I'd be praying to the heavens Absolutely. every day. Absolutely. Because there are so few kids. I mean, when I grew up who didn't drink or do drugs or something like that. And now, you know, it's just so scary to think what's out there now and what people are having to deal with. So this kid rules. And the fact that they're like, don't you want to have a drink well, or something? I know. I mean, grandma. Oh, you're take, drinking moonshine. Stop it. No. Stop it, Grandma. Grandma, you and your Franks, calm it down. You get a couple drinks because Tamara's mom, we find out, has had nothing but Franks in her life. She's just like Frankfurt styles. Her first <laughs> husband's a Frank. She had another Frank. Now she's got Frank the plumber. And she said, if I had a Frank tattoo, it'd still be... Uh, <laughs> it'd still be good because they were talking about today. getting tattooed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... I'd be thrilled with this kid and for grandma to say that and to laugh it off and stuff. Ouch. I know. She seems just a little, I don't know. It's kind of like those late, like ladies you see at the bar and you're like, mm, they've been here a while. They've been here a while. <laughs> yeah. She's a partier. I remember her for when I was 19. Yeah. yeah. She's a partier for sure. But man, I would be just praising that kid up and down. It seems like Tamara is. She's, she's Tamara's more like, where'd this kid come from? Right. He talks about his feelings. He has a plan for the future. I mean, he was in the room with his girlfriend with the door closed. They both still had their clothes on. This is a good kid. This I, is know. A good... I know. I was waiting when she opened yeah. that door. Oh, I was just like, I thought, oh, God, don't embarrass them. Yeah, this is going to be horrible. And then when did grandma get so self-righteous to say they're in the room together and the door doesn't seem to be open? Mm -hmm. Really? Really, grandma? Yeah. You're going to talk the moral high ground? Stop it. Oh, grandma, you and Frank the plumber were just in there. And I love the name Frank because gosh knows I have a grandbaby and name Frank, but. The, so, that, that grandma, sorry, that I grandma. Know. She sometimes she makes me laugh though. Oh, she does Some make me laugh. I'm not saying says. she isn't funny. It's just like oh, it's just it's a different sort than yes. what we're used to. I think in housewives' parents and then what I'm used to from a grandma being like, "Yeah, I'll drink. You should drink." <laughs> I know. Quit pushing it on people. Then we have Shannon and Vicky's surgery day. So they're both going under the knife. Shannon's just getting her eyelid job. I've thought about that because I got a little saggy eyelid stuff going on, I think, as I get older. Yeah, as do I. Know. As do I. And it just opens up your eyes. And if you're lucky enough, you can get a doctor to say that, you know, it's bothering your eyesight if it gets too low. Mm. And then maybe um, insurance would pick it up otherwise it's it's looked at as cosmetic oh yeah well you were like having a little hating on shannon moment going oh you're crying about how much money you get but you got enough money to get plastic surgery nana well isn't that the truth though come on 
13000 and granted, I know that things are different as far as prices and costs here, but $13,000 a month for rent? I know. Please. Please. Well, Kelly joined Shannon for her surgery. What did you think about that? Like, she joined her before she went under the knife. Yeah. <laughs> you, I, your I, face looks so skeptical. I didn't know why she was there. Oh, Shannon was by herself. You know, so maybe she just came and she was like, I want some extra screen time. I got a nice bodysuit I'd like on camera. So we go to the surgery uh, and after surgery, I should say, and everyone's waking up. And they had some pretty funny lines like uh, Shannon asked the nurses, did I snore? And then they're like, no, you're fine. And then as they're, they're like, okay, we need strong legs. And she goes... I've been doing squats. You know when you come out of drugs like that? Absolutely. Or a twilight drug or being uh, mm-hmm. put under? You always say some weird stuff. And so I thought that was funny. Vicky's were the best, though. Uh, Vicky's goes to Steve, and she's got her whole face full of just wrapped, you know. And she goes, am I pretty, Steve? And Steve's like, yeah, you're gorgeous. <laughs> I just want to be pretty for you. Yeah, and then she, oh. and then she told him. I have no panties on right now. And Steve's like, like <laughs> he lost <laughs> his boner. No one wants that right now, Vicky. No. You're just coming out of surgery. Oh. And your face is all wrapped up and swollen. And the and the lady's like, he said, you look like Vicky. Uh, Steve did. And uh, one of the nurses says, you look like Vicky, but 20 years younger. Oh. Why is that so important? What, to look younger? Yeah, to look it's so much younger. Orange County. And it's California. And that's everyone does it. I think that's just the culture. Oh, that's too bad. I yeah. In so in Minnesota, people aren't lining up for facelifts and stuff. Oh, absolutely not. Not where you live. No. No. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, <laughs> Nana. We can't even tell you're from Minnesota. Oh no. Um. So I. It was. It was kind of sad too when Shannon was like, you know, I'd. I'd love to have a guy who loves me standing behind me taking me home right now but i got a driver and my girls are gonna help me so her teenage daughters are gonna and i help thought her. that was really nice and the one is helping sophie 16 years old yeah i think i think that's very her nice. kids are pretty great uh her kids are adorable they are and it's very nice that i mean at 16 yeah i'd be like you're doing what mom you getting your eyelids done i know her. listen i got things i've got to do um i have to go see romeo and juliet the movie it was coming out when I was 16. Maybe I was 17, but I had to see it. Oh, was that the funny? Because in ninth grade, that's when that original one came yeah. out. I had the Claire Danes, Leonardo DiCaprio, Baz Luhrmann. I can't version. remember who. You had the... Mine was, but they were beautiful. Oh, that was a good one. I remember going to that with my boyfriend at the time being like, why can't love be like that? Just die for each other. Isn't it? <laughs> he would never die for me. <laughs> No, he has to go to hockey practice. <laughs> Selfish bastard. <laughs> so Shannon's at home. She gets her home care. Sophie helps. Looks like she's doing okay, but then later on, her eyes start bruising. And that's what happens with surgeries. You know, at first, it oh my just looks gosh, a little yes. uh, sw- swollen, and then it's black and blue. Then we actually go to Samra, Tamara's. Uh, I'm really with the Samra Tamara. I sound like I've been hitting the tequila with Tamara's mom. But we go to Tamara's son's birthday. We talked a lot about this already, about all the Franks. And, you know, the kid just feels uncomfortable. And he looks a lot more like Tamara's ex, I think, than he does Tamara, the son. Oh, yes. Uh, and the girlfriend looked really sweet. And oh, wasn't just, she pretty? Yeah. They were, yeah, they I were, thought she was very pretty. I thought, man, these are some good, good kids. kids. I don't remember ever being that good. but I don't remember you being that good either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was making wapatooies and throwing parties in your backyard. So. That's right. As you yeah. weren't home and you didn't have to know, but you always found out you were smart that way. And also, I my friends burned your fence in the yard. I'm sorry about that. Did I ever apologize? What fence was that? Dad had cut the wood perfectly, <gasps> went and got this fancy wood That's to right. build a fence. And my dumb drunk friends, I was probably 18 a- at the time, threw it in as fire oh. on our bonfire. And then uh, dad went and made me buy all new wood, which he should have. And I was just so I mad. I forgot all about that. That's huh. right. I was a really nice kid. 
Then we go to Emily, opens up the baby box. We already talked about, we've been kind of skipping around, but it's been fun. Uh, that was hard, the note from her grandma. Oh, I mean, if I would have found a note from my grandma I never knew was there when I went through a hard time, I would have lost it. I absolutely felt <sighs> a connection to her at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Because when I, going through dad's stuff, my my dad, and I came across this one picture and on the back of the picture, he had it wrapped in plastic and there was a, a letter and it, it just meant so much to me. It said, Eileen, I know you'll be going through all of this. I want you to have this picture because I know um, you, you would hang on to it. Who Grandpa wrote that yeah. to you? Yeah, and he wrote I'm, that like knowing that when he passed, you yes, that I would it? look at these pictures and to hang on to this picture, and they were letters behind there. Mm. I know you will hang on to these, and they were letters that he wrote to his brother Harold. Oh, and Harold, quite a bit different because you know my dad was the baby of the family, born in nineteen nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he's the baby of how many kids? Six. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so I'm looking at that and reading this and thinking, oh, I knew exactly that's where I went back to when I found her seeing this wonderful note from her grandmother. I went back to dad writing that to me going, I know you won't throw these. I know you'll hang on to them. Oh, is that why you asked? Because we were watching, you asked me and you go, uh, is this making you emotional, this scene? And I go, oh, yeah, I feel bad for her. Yeah. Yeah. Is that why you asked me? Yeah, it really did me. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. It really did me because I, could, I couldn't believe that he thought that through. Of course, my dad didn't want us to throw anything out. So, yeah. You know, I have to really <laughs> think through he it. He was a hoarder. Yeah, he was a hoarder. <laughs> Then we have Kelly and Gina visit Shannon while she's recovering. And this is where it gets juicy and spills all the tea to Shannon about possibly what Tamara has been saying behind Shannon's back. I mean, as Gina was saying, I'm thinking, uh, I don't know if I would do that. Uh, but I think Gina feels like if she's going to have an authentic friendship with someone, she needs to put it all out there and she doesn't want to be a fake. And that's what I I like about her. Yes. I do. I like that about her uh, and that she just calls it out and says it how it is. And I think that's refreshing in a group of women who don't and build a case against each other behind their back. But Shannon responds. Okay, so Kelly's there with her um, and Kelly is, agrees like, no one's called Kelly to task yet, but Kelly's been playing kind of both sides a little bit, I think, when it comes to this Shannon. And I like myself some Kelly, but she has been saying stuff behind Shannon's back, you know, and in interviews and um, you know her diaries or whatever they call them on the housewives. And then to the other girls. And then in this situation, also saying, yeah, Tamara said this. And agreeing, so she, but she was a part of that. All the things that Tamara was saying, she was adding on and co-signing it. Yes. So, it's an interesting situation, Kelly. <laughs> don't don't you think they all play that both sides? Yeah, they all do that. They all play both sides. It's you know, truly, you can't be everybody's friend. You're going to you have to pick a side. You're going to have to yeah. figure out a way to work with this person or not. Exactly. Yeah. I think that in this situation, it looked like Gina was thinking, I want to be your friend and you can call me. But, you know, your friends were saying quite a bit about your mental health and it made me worried about your mental health. And she said, she can call, you can call me. And the way Shannon looked, she goes, yeah, okay, yeah. No, it didn't what? No, it didn't. It didn't make her worry about her mental health. She just wanted to throw it out there that the other girls were talking about it. But do you think she wanted to do that so that she could feel absolved of all those things? Like, just so you know, other stuff has been said. Like, maybe she might feel a little bad for Shan or she wants to clear her own conscience of like... Well, no, I just think she just wanted to tell a secret. Really? Yeah. You think she tamra it? Absolutely. I feel... I, I may be being naive here, but I feel that... She did it out of a place of like really like I want to start a friendship with you, but like other a, stuff was said. Just like so you concern know. of I don't know so much concern about her mental health. I don't think really anybody except for Emily, and I think Emily's projecting thinks Shannon has 
some kind of mental problem. Shannon for sure is definitely going through a depression and depressive state, but it's all situational. I think if she wasn't in that situation, she wouldn't be. So yeah, she might need to get on an antidepressant temporarily to get through this patch in her life. It might help her, but I don't think she has like mental, uh, a serious mental illness. And that's what pisses me off about this show and these shows sometimes is we're so quick with how stigmatized mental illness is in this country. People are so quick to throw out their armchair diagnosis and just say, okay, yeah, she's this or she's that. And it's, there are people who really suffer and who really are judged and are stigmatized. And you know what? You don't have a degree. You're not a psychiatrist. So you don't get to say, and I, it is a little bit of a a slap in the face to then say to someone, I'm really worried about your mental state. Like who wants to hear that? No one. It's (laughs) patronizing. It's nobody wants to hear that. So I don't think any of them are truly worried about her mental state. I think it's a dig, but I do think Gina wants to be friends with Shannon and is the type of person that's like, I need it all out on the table before we become friends. Well, I believe she's like that, yes. Getting it all out there mm-hmm. and working on that. But I just don't, I don't see her to want to be friends with Shannon, even though she says it. Yeah. She want, yeah. I don't see it. Well, uh, I don't see it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I feel like they could have fun, though. They could. They, if you if you see them out having a good time with a couple drinks, giggling, being goofy, if they were friends, I could see it. Hmm. But I think if anything, Gina wants to be a part of this cast, and Shannon's a coworker to her technically, and she wants to get along. That's right. And she doesn't want her not to like her, and I don't blame her because that's uncomfortable when you work with someone. They literally work together. So, but Shannon took this information and did the complete opposite of what Gina hoped she would do, but what Gina feared she would do is what she did, is she then went and called Tamara and Kelly and was like, here's what she said, all these things, and basically turned it into Gina is a monster and is starting trouble where then Miss Tamara, they go get drinks, and then Tamara wants to have it out with her, but Tamara... You can't be mad when it's shit you said. That's right. It just came back and slapped you in the face. So this is a great opportunity to go, you know what, Gina, I wish you wouldn't have told her, but I should have told her, but I'm going to go tell her and be like, here's the deal, Shannon. I said stuff I didn't mean. I totally did behind your back. I brought it up again knowing we moved on from it. I'm still hurt by it for whatever reason. And I fucked up and I'm sorry. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with just saying that. Mm-hmm. They have a hard time with that, though. They do. They all have a hard time they can't, with that. Yeah, they just can't say that they were wrong. They can't feel that. I don't know. They just, for some reason, they just can't get by that. Ego. Just, That's the it, reason. Yeah, they, have, they do have an ego. Mm-hmm. Or they wouldn't be on the show. Exactly. So Tamara's pretty pissed. And then we learn, because Emily, the lawyer, I mean... Mm-hmm. Uh, leave it to the lawyer to go I don't think we're getting the whole story here because I'm thinking this doesn't really make sense that she's getting that mad because we saw what Gina said it wasn't that bad no, it's just like not at all your, your friends were talking a lot about your mental state and they were talking yes. a lot about it and so Gina brought that up and then we find out or Emily brought that up and then we find out from Gina that Ch- Shannon called her back and said I might be having you know custody issues and I need to know everything that was said so basically manipulated her into and she could very well be having you know custody issues we've talked about that in previous episodes but I need to know everything that was said so she got everything out of Gina and then ran back to Tamara knowing she was never going to really hold Tamara to task for because really I'd be pissed at Tamara I'd be like thank you Gina do you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd be upset with Tamara for even saying it in the first place. Yeah, where it seemed like Shannon in her interview, she was like, and then I, you know, she went back to Tamara because she's trying to kind of mess up. She thinks like Gina's trying to mess with their friendship or something oh. instead of being totally mad Tamara. However, I do think there might be a little drama between Tamara and Shannon right now just from the looks of Instagram and some stuff she's posted since this last episode. Because oh, I think okay. when they do watch the whole season back, because we've already had the reunion, but I don't know if they've seen every episode when they go to the reunion. Maybe they had, but they see stuff back and they're like, "Ooh, yeah, that one hurts. Oh, I didn't notice Tamara did that. You Ooh, know, that, that, that is, that's a... 
That so, is a good rerun of your life, isn't it? Wouldn't oh, that be something to see that back at you? It would be kind of awful if you did say things you wish you didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> but it seems like now Gina's like, all right, Shannon's exactly who I thought she was. Now she's not going to trust her. Now Tamara's mad at Gina. That puts friction between their relationship. And now Shannon and Tamara have friction again. And she called Kelly, but I'm surprised nothing's being said of what Kelly has said. But now Shannon must have seen, now that the episodes are out, right. that Kelly was saying stuff too. So I wonder where they're at. Uh We'll have to wait and see. And Vicky's trying to stay neutral here. Do you see that? Well, her, her face is too swollen. She can't deal with this. <laughs> she's. <laughs> I wish I would have said that. All wrapped up. Um, yeah, she's all wrapped up. And Detective Steve and her are at some hotel. Remember, she had to get the hotel. Mm-hmm. And she did the same thing like in Iceland where she put the jacket over her head or blanket so no one could see her go up there. I know. I I know. You love Vicky. I love her. Um, I'm sorry. You know, but Vicky was on Watch What Happens Live recently and... You know, there is lots of respect to give Vicky because she is the OG of everything. And her and Andy basically, you know, absolutely work together to create this. I mean, Vicky has a say. They know that people think, oh, they're going to kick Vicky off. But I don't think Vicky's going anywhere. There's no. been times I've wanted her to go away, especially with the Brooks thing. I'm like, this is too much. I can't deal with this shit. She's too. She was too smart for Brooks, oh, this whole thing she, with that's Brooks. Thing. I wasn't buying it. No, she's way too smart for a lot of this stuff. So getting back to the Tamara, Gina, Shannon stuff, Emily then gives her two cents about her mom. We talk more about her mom. Yes. And that she sees a lot of the stuff that her mom did in Shannon. Okay, here's my thing. You haven't known her that long. You don't really know Shannon. And to put that label on her so quickly is very irresponsible. It's irresponsible to do on TV. Uh, you, you don't, you've not, you haven't spent enough time with her just because someone's going through something in their life and might not be acting like their normal self doesn't mean right. they're the same as your mentally ill mom who abandoned you. Basically, that's not fair. She knows no. that she's a smart woman. No, Emily not is. even, not even to Shannon. You're right. Yeah. And you're not even a Shannon fan, but that's not fair. No, Emily, it isn't. That's not right. You're smart and you're a lawyer and you should know that you're, you're projecting you're projecting and it's helping the storyline or whatever. It's good enough just knowing Emily's story because I think Emily's story is interesting. I do. I think that background, it's incredibly sad what she had to go through and, you know, with her mom's stuff. And we really, I don't know if we've had a housewife talk about having mentally ill parents before and feeling neglected. I'm not sure we've had anyone be that honest, but now you don't get to go just because I know an alcoholic doesn't mean I get to diagnose every alcoholic or just because I am an alcoholic (laughs) doesn't mean I get to say who's an alcoholic. I got a pretty good idea, but I'm not going to go on TV (laughs) and you know, especially when I don't really know the person. No, true. You basically, they've basically said that they have to keep being reintroduced to Shannon. So you don't really know her. So I'll be interested to see what happens next episode. Gina's going to be having her birthday party and Tamara's not going. And Tamara and Gina were friends before oh, this show. That is a big mistake, Tamara. Part of me thinks, Just go. though, that Shannon, you because know, because Kelly explained it perfectly in this episode. When Gina was saying all the stuff to um, Shannon, she's like, don't even go there, girl, because they're like weird single white female for each other. And it's kind of true. You know, they dress the same a lot of times. They're very obsessed. With, they're almost like codependent on each other to an unhealthy extent because they kind of make each other miserable at times and don't tell each other they the do. truth. So that makes sense. And so I think that kind of summed up their relationship. It's kind of an unhealthy friendship. So it wouldn't surprise me if Shannon was like, all right, Gina, well, I'm just going to make it. So now Tamara, I don't care if Tamara said this. I'm going to make it so she doesn't want to be friends with you. Ouch. I'll throw you under the bus. And I love myself some Shannon. But for some reason, she really loves herself some Tamara Judge. No I matter know. The what. worst was when they both had those little carts for their... Yeah, they happened to hurt their no, feet. Then they no. had the same outfit. That was then just, they oh, had, come Shan, on. and this is when I really started on, just like, you're not my girl. That's so silly. All of a sudden, you have one of these little carts, too. Stop it. Stop it, Nana. Stop it. That was the worst. I, oh. Yeah, so this episode, I think, was a little better than last, but it could have got to the... Juice sooner. A little oh, less yes. plastic I'm surgery for this Monday. 
that in fact it's just going to be a fabulous episode. What would be like for you a fabulous episode? What could happen this next episode where you'd be like, yes. Vicky tells Steve to get out after he gets her back healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't want him there with her. Do you not like Steve? No. I mean, I think it's wonderful. He has a wonderful profession that he, you know, he was a detective and I applaud yeah, that, that that type fine. of thing. But I just don't want her with him. No. He doesn't feel it. You no, he doesn't. He doesn't feel it. I get mad at her. I, she's my girl. I love her. But I get mad at her when she says this stuff like, oh, somebody said this looks like maybe it could be our engagement picture. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> She's like, I got to look good for my man. They're like, why did you have, oh, your surgery? Like, I got to look good for my man, Steve. Who? Yeah. I almost said Steve Jobs. <laughs> I know. Steve, hey, Steve Jobs. Steve Lodge. And you're like, but why? What gave her this idea that she has to have this person in her life? She's making a mistake, too. Like, Huge. half joke, half serious. But as a woman, you never want to build up your man that much. Because <laughs> then he thinks you're doing his ass a favor. Mm-mm. You got you to gotta no, regulate No, that would be like liar, 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 pants on fire. They all have issues. Yeah, because she's making it seem like he's my perfect man. And he's no, there's so no great. such thing. Stop it. You got to make him feel a little insecure. <laughs> Oh my God, a whole lot. Stop it. <laughs> to keep him around. Keep him around. Or not. <laughs> or not. So by Steve Lodge. No, we'll see what happens. I mean, a lot of questions have been asked recently whether uh, other housewives have been asked on Watch What Happens Live what they think of Vicky and Steve, but she's just like, I love my man. No. My you, man. Vicky, you don't know love. That's not love. Mm. Oh, coming from Nana. If Nana says it, it's the word of no, Nana. No, that's just not love. Thanks be to Nana. All right, Nana, what would you rate this episode? <laughs> One out of Thanks seven housewives. Listen to the respect I don't get. Um, what would I put this at? I think a seven. You know, I had that's three perfect. at the other one. Seven, I would say. You would give this episode a perfect score. No, seven isn't a perfect. I thought yeah. it went, went to ten. No, one to seven, because usually they're seven housewives. Oh, for heaven's sake! Nana, you know what would, hel- would help if you listen, listen to, to the, some podcast. Of the podcast Jeez. that you're not on, Eileen. Oh okay. my god! Um, okay, it was one to seven. So when she said she <laughs> gave her a perfect one, no, I thought it went one to ten. Okay. Well, oh I, my! All gosh. right, then we're gonna go. Then we're going to five. Okay, we're going to five. Um, oh, what did I give the last one was a four, four, four and a half. Oh, you can do halves. Yeah, we can do halves. Do you want to change ours? You can. Not at all. Okay. So we're going to do four and a half and a five. It needs, we need more juice. We need to get to it. We get to move a little faster. And I oh, understand yeah. we're all getting older and we have to move a little slower. Mm-mm. But come on, let's speed this up we a little. We wasted so much time on the surgeries and the tweaking, twerking, you know? <laughs> so Yeah, both of those. Yep, the tweaking, twerking. And we could have had way more talking behind backs and discussions and fights and calling out. But it is true, you know, they are getting older. Let's just touch on that just for a minute to kind of segue into tomorrow. Okay. They are getting older. Who is? All the housewives except for Gina are getting older. Yep, except for Gina. Gina's getting younger. She is. And Gina's technically, I think, a millennial. Sorry, I just had to throw that in. She must be. 33, I think, is a millennial. Oh, yeah, she must be. We're not going to Google it for sure, you guys, but we think it is. Okay, yeah. so sorry. Somebody else tell us if we're right or not. You were segueing into. I was segueing into something, and one thing you'll learn as you get a little older, Jolene, not to stop me in a conversation because <laughs> I don't know where I was going with it. You said, and as we get older, we slow down. Yes, we do. We slow down, and where else was I going to do? Because with I this? said the episode's got to speed up. It's oh yes, get better. yes. And we slow down, and you know, with your own girlfriends, anybody in their late 50s, 60s, with your own girlfriends, things you used to talk about that you just don't talk about anymore. You know why? Because it's not happening in your life anymore. Like intercourse? Would you say intercourse? Mm-hmm. I would say bingo. <laughs> um, you know, it's just things that happen. Yeah. As far as people getting older, and it just doesn't happen as often. 
Did you think it was going to happen to you? No. Are people going to want to watch Senior Housewives? No. I would. They would be talking about running out and getting the mail and the little squirrel that's jumping (laughs) tree to tree. So really think about that, Andy Cohen, if you're going with Senior Housewives. However... We've, I think I brought this up to you before. Me and Chell have talked about it. I would love to see some of the parents of the housewives are funnier and better entertainment than the actual housewives. There you go. Put together the best parents and they have their own little show. Oh, I like that. You can't that. tell me that Tamara's tequila loving Frank Hump and mom wouldn't be good TV. She would be good she TV. Would. There's and she'd no cause question. drama and she'd call people out. So, yeah, you're right. You know, and then we could bring back little Sparkle Girl, um, the mom oh, that I liked her. her. Oh, the, Lydia's mom. Lydia's mom. The whole, she was she great. Liked, she liked her. The pot. best thing about Lydia was her mom. It's a true story. Oh, why'd she have to go? She was so great. I don't know. Maybe they. And she had bring sex while back. wearing crowns to a really rich dude. Like she's doing it. She's doing. It. She's living her best life. You guys. <laughs> So see, you're right. I think see, we should be. You're, you're maybe, putting down your age group. I and am. You shouldn't be. I just didn't think that would be as interesting. What? And then you'd have to play it in the afternoon. Oh, because you got supper and then you go to bed. Well, I don't Damn know, near. Nana. It's 10 p.m. right now on a Sunday. Oh. oh, it's 10.30. Do you know where your Nana is? I know where mine is. She's doing an episode of the podcast. Yeah, amen. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with a new episode because we are actually going to watch The Real Housewives of Orange County. Not tomorrow night because we have a comedy show that we're going to but uh, we'll watch it Tuesday, and so we'll have it out sooner than we've been having out these episodes. So we appreciate you guys' patience. Nana, as always, you were honest and brave and hilarious and oh, wonderful. thank you. I just love doing these with you. Oh, Do you think we should call your dad tomorrow and tell him that I'm here for another month? Yeah. Or should we wait on it? Let's just tell him you're not coming back. Oh, I couldn't do that. Oh, okay. no. Oh, no. I got to shovel. I got to get home to Minnesota and shovel. <laughs> well, we have you for another couple of days. So I know. I love it. I don't want to talk about stopping our our uh, vacation right now yeah and we love having you on the podcast and i know chell loves it because right now he doesn't have to talk housewives and he loves that oh that's great because i love talking housewives and andy cohen you really should have a son okay thanks thanks bye bye thank you guys so much for listening to the married to bravo podcast you did it you got through it If you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on our social media, Married, the number two, Bravo, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you, Chell. Thank you, Producer Tilly. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you, Jolene. You're the best. I love you. Oh, this is going to make people barf. Bye. Bye.